Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, my loves. I'm so excited to be here. Let's examine some of the lies that we tell ourselves. So what we have to understand about our brain is that it will do whatever we tell it to do. Okay. It doesn't function on its own. Our brain responds to the thoughts and the statements that we give it. And then our brain is basically a filtering system. So once we have a belief, our brain will filter out all the things that don't support that belief. Okay. So we are not rational beings. We are rationalizing beings. So We decide to believe something sometimes consciously or unconsciously. So we have a belief and then our brain will go about doing the most efficient thing that it can do is removing all of the external inputs and only cherry picking the evidence that supports that belief. Okay. So this is why we want to give our brain super empowering beliefs that are going to move us forward and that are in aligned with our overall vision for our lives. So I wanted to talk a little bit about why our brain does that and how we see this in the world around us. So we see this in science through, there's lots, but I found nine different researcher biases and the two that I'm going to quickly cover are sponsor bias and confirmation bias. So so sponsor bias is when the respondents either have a perception or a view of the organization that is funding the research So their responses are impacted by their perception of the organization and perhaps even what the organization's desired outcomes of that research is to be. And then the most common one is confirmation bias. And I'm just going to read this one so that I articulate it as perfectly as I can. So it is one of the longest recognized and most pervasive forms of bias in research. So confirmation bias occurs when a researcher forms a hypothesis or a belief and uses respondents information to confirm that belief. This takes place in the moment as the researchers judge and weight responses that confirm their hypothesis as relevant and reliable while dismissing evidence that doesn't support that hypothesis. Confirmation bias then extends into analysis with researchers tending to remember points that support their hypothesis and points that disprove other hypotheses. Confirmation bias is deeply seated in the natural tendencies people use to understand and filter information, which often leads to focusing on one hypothesis at a time. So to minimize confirmation bias, researchers must continually reevaluate impressions of respondents and challenge pre-existing assumptions and hypotheses. I thought that was a a great, um, not only description of what confirmation bias is in research, but it's also what we do in our day-to-day lives, but we are not aware of it. We are not aware of the biases that we have 
on the world, that everything is filtered through our brain. And that's why we have so many different views in the world. Sometimes we don't understand how someone, we might call them stupid, naive, gullible, whatever we want to label people because they don't have the same beliefs as us. But we have to understand that everybody's perception is tainted by their own bias and their bias is impacted by their life experiences, how they were raised, their environmental factors, and all these other factors that may not be relevant to us. So really what we're saying is that we're going through this world with our beliefs. Some of them we are aware of, some of them we are not aware of, and some of them we're not aware of how much they are hindering us. So once we have this belief, you know that saying, we don't see the world as it is, we see the world as we are. And that's just another example of that. So if I'm going through the world and I have the belief there's not enough time, you know, there's no good men left out there, you know, that's so expensive, the world is so fucked up, you know, you can't trust people. If that is my belief, then my brain doing its job as a filtering system will filter out the evidence just like the researchers do and filter out the evidence that doesn't support that hypothesis and place more emphasis on the points that do support my hypothesis that there's no good men out there. So it's up to us to decide what do we truly want to believe what do I want to be true? Because I always love the saying, like, there's my truth, there's your truth, the universal absolute truth doesn't exist. And you know, that's really why I think that's a cause for a lot of the tension that we have in the world right now is because we are frustrated by other people not having the same view of the world as us. And if you don't have the same view of the world as me, then you are the enemy. So if we can go back and really examine our beliefs about the world, about ourselves, then we can have a better idea whether one, we are living the life that we want to live and we might be able to understand why our life is not feeling as good as it should be. We came here to live fully expressed and abundant lives. So if we are not, let's go back and examine those beliefs because a lot of us have it backwards. It's like, no, look at this evidence. This is why I'm overwhelmed. This is why. Look at all the guys that cheated on me. Look at all the guys that took advantage of me. Look at all like the money I don't have in my bank account. Those are all examples of why this is confirming my belief. But it's the actually the opposite. You have believed that for so long that you've perpetuated that reality over and over and over again. Our current reality right now is based upon the past. Our current reality now is what we created with our past thoughts and beliefs and behaviors. But in this moment right now, we get to bring presence and consciousness and decide whether we want to keep living this path or not. Are we going to keep feeding ourselves these lies that, you know, confirm our view of the world? Or do we want to examine those lies and call BS? Whatever you want to believe, 
You can find references for that. If you want to believe that you are a smart and powerful person, you can find evidence to support that and references to support that. If you want to believe that you are stupid and disempowered, you can find evidence for that. So what do you want to believe? I mean, we even see this, people have whole professions of this. If you think about lawyers, right? Especially criminal defense lawyers, everybody on the planet can know this person is guilty. Like it is so obvious this person did this thing, but this lawyer is so crafted in finding the evidence to support their client's innocence or to cast a shadow of a doubt on the opposition's claims. That's their profession to do that. So let's put our lawyer hats on and start questioning those beliefs that we have been feeding to ourselves that are completely disempowering. Do you really want to believe that the world is fucked up? I don't. I don't, I completely reframe reframe that. Even though this world, there's a lot of things happening in it, I see this as us unpacking a lot of stuff that needed to be unpacked. The world isn't getting worse. We're just being exposed to more of it through social media, et cetera. We are all connected. You know, we can talk to each other instantly, whereas we couldn't do that 50 years ago. So this world seems darker. The, The world isn't any more dark than it was before. We are just bringing it into our awareness. But the beauty of bringing it into our awareness is that we get to change it. And that's what I'm really going to challenge you to do, my love, is to look at the things that you've been saying over and over again and recognize that if you are saying really disempowering shit like, oh, fuck my life, sayings like that, that sound like just like, you know, in passing, oh, this is so fucked up. Like, are you saying stuff over and over and over again that your brain has no sense of humor? Your brain takes every word you say as fact. So if you are saying these just jokingly really disempowering beliefs about yourself, about others, your brain is taking that as fact and will find evidence to support that. And guess what? It will just compound on top of each other so that you have a darker and more sad view of the world and of yourself and of your belief in yourself. And that's another bias is where if we don't actually believe something about ourselves, if we don't actually believe we can achieve the goal, our beliefs will impact our behavior. So if you don't believe that you can achieve that goal, then it will taint your behavior. You won't even try. You'll think that you're trying. On a conscious level, you'd be like, I gave it my all, but you didn't. Because on a subconscious level, you never believed you could get there because of all the disempowering shit that you tell yourself in your mind, in you think the secrecy of your mind, right? But it's impacting the rest of your life. So don't take those lies as truth. You get to decide what is true for you. And even when the first couple of times you say it, you know, as an affirmation, it's going to feel like bullshit. It's going to feel like a lie. You're gonna be, you're, everything in your body is going to be like, that's not true. But if you say it long enough and you stop saying the other BS instead, your body will come in resonance with it. Your mind will eventually come on board. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright. <laughs>